Welcome to Potatoes and Sriracha. That's right, Potatoes and Sriracha. This is a podcast about establishing and running your own business as a new entrepreneur. On each and every episode, we take the time to dive into issues and challenges that we have faced as brand new entrepreneurs. Things that are emotional, mental, spiritual, personal, that can help you succeed as a brand new business owner. We hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Potatoes and Sriracha. I am your co-host, Danielle, <laughs> accompanied by my co-host, Paul Ochiang. Say hello, Paul. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? I need a new intro. Um, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy. Nah, that's, that's not it. Hey, guys, how you guys wow. doing? Hope you guys are well and staying safe in these... Uh, <laughs> uncertain yet pandemic-filled times. Today, we wanted to come on to this episode and just kind of reflect um, partly over a virtual summit that we attended recently. And in that there was something that one of the presenters said that really stuck out, stuck out enough to actually be put into, you know, note form. And so what, what he said was, and this is in relation to being a business owner, right? So what he said was your ability to succeed in business is contingent with, or rather, with your ability to adjust to circumstances, right? So your ability to succeed in business is contingent with your ability to adjust with circumstances. And I think it's almost kind of scary, like we're starting to see overall how many businesses are starting to essentially disappear and what that what i mean by that is just like the longer this whole pandemic thing goes on right the longer we're stuck in this whole covid rona joint you're starting to see like the businesses that do not take the time to adjust or rebrand or do something where they they're changing with the times they're starting to die off just yesterday, I actually saw, um, what's it, Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers completely rebranded. Now, granted, I personally think they're doing the same thing, just, <laughs> which already were, but like now it's like 100% online. So they rebranded their business, gave a better serve other people. I think, what's the other one that, Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, yeah, like some pizza. Yeah. It's like changes to some Italian name. Italian pizza delivery joint but you know it's just about like the ability it's not even about relevance but it's just about survival i think as business owners we're currently in this state where it's like just you need to be able to survive in advance or essentially you're going to die off a pandemic can kill your business because you don't have the ability to adjust or pivot during these times and so i think just to kind of kick things off you know, just understanding that that has to be one of the cornerstones of being a business owner. That has to be one of the cornerstones of being a business. And those are two separate things, by the way, um, both include you as the owner. But in order to be, be a business owner that survives and to be a business that survives, your ability to be able to adjust, man, has to be on a hundred, like all the time. 
Because unfortunately, man, we just live in a world that's so fast. News travels so fast. Things happen so quickly that, you know, if, if, you, if you get caught slipping or sleeping. Don't be left behind. You're going to get lost. You're going to get lost in the sauce. Okay. So with that little introduction, let's get into it, right? I think for us, like as business owners, what we've had to do, and I think what we're continually doing is making adjustments. Clearly, our whole business has like shifted into an online thing. Granted, this is something we spoke about, you know, before the Rona joint, but the Rona said, hey, here's a perfect time to make that adjustment. But I think for us, what that has looked like, and maybe this is what somebody needs to listen to. If you're thinking about starting your own business, if you're thinking about, if you think about starting your own business, look, I don't care what the pundits say. This is a fantastic time to start a business. Because the number one thing you have now that you may not have a year from now is what? Time. Right? Things are starting to open up a little bit. Now, if you live in a state that has their head on screwed right, you're still shut down, you know, on lockdown. But if you are on a place in a state that, you know, y'all are opening up a little more, um, maybe, maybe you don't have as much time as the rest of us Northerners do have. But just understand that with that being said, your ability to still make those adjustments has to be at a hundred. So like I was saying for us, what that has looked like was we found a way to start serving our population online. We found a way to start serving our population online. And overall that, that has started to look like being able to do challenges that has started looking like, being able to maybe start doing a few of our PT stuff online. That just looked like being able to create plans so that we will be essentially become an evergreen business. Then evergreen business, the term being one that's going to outlast the next pandemic. So for you, Danielle, as a business owner, what from your end of things, what, what has it looked like for you when it's come to having to figure out how to adjust um as a business owner I guess you have to adjust I mean for us it hasn't been too hard to adjust because cause like you said we've already planned on going online anyway but now it's like now that we're online we have to like figure out how to best serve our target market or our audience and how how will they how are they adjusting to be to doing things completely online because for some people it's not the simplest of things and some people just they just don't enjoy whether it's social media or just being on the computer or their phones that much. But then if they don't, then that's not completely our audience anyway. But I think for us, it's just all about changing up our message so that we can reach people better through this platform instead of being in person with them. And like when it comes to me being like at work, because I'm also a clinic director at some other clinic, it changed a lot because my whole being a PT is all about being in person. So that being said, like half of our population (laughs) has decided not to come because obviously they're scared. So then you have to transfer transition into doing things mostly um, like telehealth, which has been a struggle because when people are over, let's say 65, a lot of people over 65 don't necessarily know how to even, you know, 
I shouldn't say they don't know how to, but it's some for some people it's a fear of trying to figure out how the whole camera thing and treating online and they don't feel like it's as valuable when they're not being touched. So it's all about the whole education spiel of it, which is, you know, that's another task in itself. And you know, I think that's even maybe where as we move into that phase of things opening up, right? I think people's fears are gonna be natural. Like I know for us, they were talking about, oh, church is supposed to open soon. Well, you're not going to catch me in church for another like two, three months. Not because I don't want to be near the Lord, but I can be near, near the Lord at the crib. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to be in the church building to be in his presence. But mainly because like, you know, I still haven't seen my church like put out some guidelines as to how they're still going to be able to handle this social distancing that has to continue, right? Like we can't just mm-hmm. ignore at least we should not just ignore and pretend that this whole thing isn't still prevalent. So I think exactly. for a lot of businesses, I think it would behoove a ton of people when you have to start switching to online stuff is like, perhaps when you onboard your clients, you know, even create like a little like five minute, just how to video, you know, just to kind of, and you know, the thing is, and I think for many of us uh, professionals, we want to just complicate stuff and make everything seem cool. I promise you people are not buying stuff because of how cool it is. Even if they tell you they're buying it because mm-hmm. of cool, I promise you nobody's buying something because of how cool or all the gadgets you now have you. No, they're buying it because they're either trying to get away from pain and get towards pleasure or it's serving their life in some way that they need served because it might just be of the utmost importance and a priority right now. So you just have to be able to find a way. And that's part of adjusting too, when it comes to like sharing your message, you have to be really clear. You have to simplify how you get that message across. Right. I think before when we, when before pre pre COVID, I think many businesses had the luxury of not having to be clear all the time because they're in person stuff was higher than their communication. So it almost kind of like offset the need for clarity, but not because many businesses are not going to be in person or shouldn't yet, but your communication clarity, that's an adjustment you have to make. Isn't that like kind of like those four levels of, is it four levels of something that Myron Golden and Greg Ty was talking about? Value, right? So like a lot of in-person, not all of them, but a lot of in-person businesses are, are, they're stuck on that implementation level. So now that a lot of things are moving online or they have to do things a different way, they have to literally transitioning, they have to work on that fourth level, but obviously they have to work on the in-between stuff, but that fourth level seems so far away. So being stuck on the implementation level is like, is a thing that's holding them back because they have never built of themselves to be able to communicate to their market so that when when this is done or like how to even survive during this time they're not able to keep their people i think a lot of that too maybe because and if somebody from some school is listening to this episode and you want to take up you know your axe and swing it because i've offended you i will you'll be all right you'll be all right but look i think (laughs) part of the reason to blame is schools just aren't teaching that it's almost like I'm gonna say it. It's almost like going to school forces you to learn how to become like a master implementer. And for many of us and y'all, then they give you the title of doctor, 
So you feel super important, but you're implementing at a low level. Like, yes, you're a doctor, but you still got to show up day in, day out. And you still got hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans. And you feel like you're getting burnt out because your pay is based on insurance. And if you're not meeting certain things, then you like hate your life. And then you feel like the world is falling apart and you start wondering, was it really worth spending all that time in school? And then you're thinking like, am I crazy for having done it? And then you're thinking like, but I'm a doctor, like it's, it's worth it. But then you're like, but this can't really how I go out because this is crazy. I'm seeing like people that did four years of schooling with less degrees, I mean, with less degrees, yeah, and, and less student loans and higher happiness. So honestly, like, you got to get over it. You know, you got to like be able to self-assess and look at yourself and say, okay, well, you know what? It's important. The things you got, the accolades, the degrees, it's all important. But I promise you, if you did all that and you're still like moving in the model of like the 1990s, well, it's going to stop being obsolete. Think about something like Apple. Apple's product life is seven years. So after seven years, an Apple device or that line is now considered, um, what's the word they use? It's like, I don't want to say Stone Age, but it's, it's, it's basically a relic at that point, right? Apple did like, it's just like, yeah, you know what? That's, that is some ancient stuff right there. We don't, we don't work with that no more. So how can you put yourself in a position to no longer be irrelevant or a relic? Because I promise you, if people need your services badly enough, they won't care about whether or not insurance covers them. If people need your help, they're not gonna be thinking about, well, you know, their system is so amazing and that they can measure my breath and they can measure how far by every degree my neck could turn over. They don't care. I want to be out of pain. I came to you to be out of pain. I didn't come to you so you can tell me how fancy your gadgets are. I think we said, like, how can you not become a relic? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. How can you not allow your business to become a relic? Like, at the end of the day, you have to, I mean, I was watching Black AF and when Tyler Perry was talking to Kenya, he said something real smart. Like, he said, you have to super serve your niche. Because if you super serve your niche, no matter what, whether no matter what's going on, they're always going to be coming back because they know no matter what, you're going to be taking care of them or you're going to be catering to them. Okay, for example, oh, we can't see you in person? That's fine. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll come online. Or sure, I'll do your four-week program that for such and such. Or sure, I'll buy this product. Or sure, I'll join your Facebook group. They will come because they know that you're going to super serve them. They know that you're going to care about them. They know that you're in their corner because you've proven to them time over and over again. You've, you've, um, you've always shown value for them. I think overall, mm-hmm. like even with that, before somebody even gets to that point where they can super serve, I think that's where the adjustment factor has to come in first, how they serve. So I think many people, 
I think many people, many businesses are taught that their service has to be in person. They're taught that there needs to be human interaction. I could be wrong. I mean, it's probably is something that they learn, but like how they learn to super serve is by asking the people what they want, asking the people, how can they, how can we care about you even right. when we can't see you? No, I understand that what I'm saying is, and that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how they serve. Like people are taught to be in person. People can ask in person, how do you want to be served? I mean, you go to Publix and you know what I'm saying? You go to Publix and they got you, you go to Chick-fil-A and they got you. What I'm talking about is when people are making the adjustment to serve differently, like serving online. We all know that like one of the hardest things, all right? So for example, I went through this group that I'm in yesterday, the Habits of the Accepted Challenge. And I watched literally person after person that was challenged to do a live video. And granted, everything they had to say was amazing, right? And they all provided a ton of information, but what was the main thing that held them back from doing that before? Just that fear and not knowing how to even do like a live video. 95% of them recorded it and then posted it in the group. You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying mm -hmm. is more low, before they even get to the point of super serving, the adjustment has to make from like how and where they're serving to begin with. I okay. think the issue many businesses aren't understanding and many people aren't making. So for you and me, it's been easier because we've become accustomed to being in front of the camera. We've, we've seen and we've been taught like, okay, this is how you need to be doing it now because the world is changing. And this is what we need to do. I think that's where a lot of people need to make the adjustment to even start. You and I both know, right? It would do, like, take our challenge. It would do our people absolutely no good if we say, hey, we have this fitness challenge going on um, and we have a ton of stuff for you. And we, and we really go out and record it. And we say, okay, cool. Um, let's all just show up at this workout studio and do it together for 28 days, right? Versus mm -hmm. saying, hey, it's online. We're going to come online. And guess what? Because it's online, we're going to be doing all this stuff. We have to, like, we change the medium from where we're serving. I think that's, that's the point I was trying to hit. That, I think that right there, people hit that. And then the next problem they're facing is how can they start serving above and beyond? Because the Tyler Perry joint was real, right? Tyler Perry can do no... Tyler Perry can do no wrong with black people. This man could release Medea and COVID, you know, Medea and the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm going to watch it. I would definitely you know watch it. I could sit there and be like, that is the dumbest idea for a movie, but I'm still going to watch it because he's making movies for people like you and me. He understands his audience and he's going to give it to us. Maybe we need some jokes filled with... <laughs> that's gonna hit somebody over the head of the bag, run them over the car, and still give a life lesson at the end of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? He understands, but yeah. he's like, even for how he serves, he had to go from what, he had to build a whole freaking Tyler Perry Studios to say, you know, we're not gonna spend time doing all of those these things out there. It's gonna be centered here. We're gonna do all the stuff here now. And that- doubled or tripled the effort with which he can serve. Yeah, but I was going to say it also starts somewhere. He didn't just build a studio overnight. 
Facts. Took a long time. You know, you have to start plays and stuff. Like, you got to start somewhere, but you got to start at the right place. But, and then you also got to start, like you said, you keep saying how. I'm like, they also got to believe that they can do it because if they already like said that limiting belief is like I can only do this I can't I, was like, I can't change it you know like I've been doing this for 20-30 years I can't change it now well mm-hmm. then that by far I mean that already has already set you back mm-hmm. it's like you you can only execute what you believe in and if you're not believing if you're already like believing that you can't, then guess what? You're not going to execute. But if you be- if you have already set forward a goal and be like, all right, there's this can go either two ways, you know, and then you just try it and see what happens. You know, I'm just that's it. <laughs> I feel that you can only execute what you believe in. What do you say? They need, they need to join a mastermind. So if you are listening, <laughs> honestly, if you are listening. To this episode and honestly you're at the place where you're thinking like okay but how can I make that adjustment message us send us an email send us an email at sports at kineticpluspt.com or kineticpluspt at gmail.com um, and we, we will hook you up with you know different ways to make that adjustment because you also need to find a way to develop yourself into the new person you need to be in order for your business to continue growing, thriving, and succeeding. Do you have anything else to add on to that? Or no, I think we hit it. No, I think this episode is brought to you by Fit Happens, the 28-day fitness challenge. If you are wondering what to do about all that muscle or strength that you lost or all that weight you might have gained during the corona, this challenge is for you. Okay, go to kineticpluspt.com and uh, you'll see all the details about the challenge. Um, It's out there. Otherwise, uh, we'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on Potatoes and Sriracha. Please remember to like, subscribe, and rate, and we'll see you on the next episode.